This is AI Podcast, not artificial intelligence, agency intelligence. Our team's going to be 10 times stronger than all the other teams. A platform for agents. When people think of niche marketing, they're thinking so small scale. In real life agencies, sharing their thoughts. All you need to do is get in front of more people. To transform an industry. Better coverages, uh, better pricing, just better everything. Real. The difference between givers, takers, and matchers. Agents. I guess I took a slightly different path coming to the agency. I know a lot of agencies. You can partner your clients with those companies that are looking for that specific target market. This is AI Podcast. Are you ready? I am. Let's go. Hey, hey, hey. I need to actually have the face of Matthew McConaughey when I do the hey, hey, hey. But maybe with the Reface app. This is Jason Cash with Agency Intelligence Podcast, where I give you real agents inside real agencies, giving you the real agency intelligence and not the artificial that they try to make you believe out there. This is Cash, and before you hit play, you saw that Mr. Ryan Hanley is on. Ryan, what's up, bro? What's up, dude? Good to be here. Yeah. So usually when my friends come on, I cuss a lot, so I got to try and keep to keep that out. Uh, because, you know, a lot of people traveling. Well, I guess it's after the, the, the never mind. Okay, different story. Uh, sorry, loyal listeners. That's the type of one that we got going today. Hanley and I have a list of things that we want to talk to you about. We probably won't get to any of them. Uh, if you guys are like, why would that be? You obviously might be a new loyal listener. I've never listened to Hanley and I before. But the rest of you loyal listeners out there, you 30,000 agents that tune into Hanley and I weekly, we wanted to do one for you. And here we are. But before we get there, we don't want to talk about wegotyourpodcast.com because you already know about that. What you need to do is become a champion, an AI champion. How do you do that? Find us, AI Mastermind. Go to insuranceagencyintelligence.com. Top right, click Mastermind. You want to see a picture of Hanley looking sexy? He's on there. And you can hover over his picture and it'll say, Ryan Hanley. All the people that you're thinking about, Billy Williams, David Carruthers, Nicholas Ayers, just name them. They're champions. We don't call them members anymore because they're champions. Why are they champions? Because they win every day. Check us out at insuranceagencyintelligence.com. Top right, mastermind, click it. I'm telling you, hey, if you also go to castcalendar.com and you take a 20-minute phone call with me, I might be nice and just kind of let you in for free or something. I've really never done that before, but you might want to take me up on it. Castcalendar.com. Hanley, bro, it is to all you loyal listeners out there. It is January 7th of 2021. Um, it's about 32 degrees outside here, Fahrenheit, for all you Canadian uh, listeners. What you, what you got up there in, in New York right now, Ryan? About the same. About the same? Yeah, that's about cool. the same. That's pretty good. That's a warm day for you guys, isn't it? Or out the, the sun is out today, which is nice. That's this a little known fact about Albany, New York. We get 60, Come on. 69 days of sunshine a year. Ooh, that's it? That's it. That's, they're doing quick math. Five days a month? It's not Six. a lot. They're, they wow. we stack them all in the summer for the most part. Wow! Yeah, it is. Uh, so I think I think that number is like 60 percent cloud cover or or more is considered. You know, so, so we have sixty gotcha. percent cloud cover. It's not like every single day is complete cloud Correct. cover, but it's it's something like sixty or seventy percent cloud cover or more. We only get 69 days that are less than that. So it's the days when the sun is out during the winter is nice. Like you can see right now, it's kind of pissing me off because the sun is coming through my window and it's lighting me up and it's making it so my camera won't focus on me, which uh, is driving uh, me bananas. People who are listening, yeah. it doesn't matter to you. But like it's a sunny day, so I'm kind of basking in it. Whatever kind of light and D I can get. You should, and because we're not recording the video, if you just want to get as much as you can, just take your shirt off, just sit yeah. there, just sit there back. I mean, if you didn't see my music video, loyal listeners, you saw Cass <laughs> with his shirt off. You got to go check that out. We'll talk about that a little bit later. Hanley, we're not going through the questions because if they want to know the questions, they can go back to three, four, ten podcasts that we've done before. But dude, it's glad it's good to have you, man. It's good to have you on the podcast. Yeah. It's good to have you. Not only that, but it's just great to have you in the industry. Um, the last podcast we did was, I think, about spring of last year. I think we did one about this time, and then one in spring, trying to give the state of the uh, agency and the industry. That's not what we're here for today. But it was an exciting time for you. 
Yeah. You were literally filing LLC yep. paperwork to, to get rogue risk. And now here are uh, rogue risk. Excuse me. Now here we are 10 years later, bro. Yeah. 10, 10 years, a year. I'm, later. Ten, I'm sorry. Ten, 10 months. I'm sorry. 10 months. <laughs> I feel like I've thrown you off your game here. Um, I have, but it's March, right? 12, 28, that's 12, 28 of 19 was the official, like got the LLC back, but I didn't actually launch the business. March 9th was the first day. Like I operated. Gotcha. It took me, it took me basically from, uh, I made the decision to move forward with the agency the, the first week of November. So I was fired from the, that CEO position at, at uh, metabolic on October 6th at eight thirty six AM. I definitely don't hold a grudge uh, about that at all. Even though um, I'm being facetious, I would love to fight that person one-on-one uh, like cage match style. Uh, just to exercise some demons. Um, plus, I'm plus I've been squatting and benching lately and getting my man muscles going again, so I'm feeling pretty froggy. Uh, but no, on it was the first. It took me about a month to collect myself, figure out what I wanted to do. Uh, first week of November, I started working uh, on the business. Uh, got the LLC back on the 28th, and then uh, we officially launched March 9th. So we're coming and up on because you had to get you had to get markets. Right? I yeah, mean, market tools. Even though I probably made every wrong decision on tools, uh, markets was a big one. Just getting yourself together, getting, what am I going to say? What am I going to do? Who am I going to go after? I mean, I had ideas, um, but I wasn't really together. And then seven days later, obviously the zombie apocalypse hit, uh, which we're still dealing with here today. Our emperor uh, in chief, um, Governor Cuomo has uh, continued to lock us down, uh, which is fun. You guys are locked down right now? Yeah, we're always kind of, you know, there's, they're constantly saying, you know, I think we're at, the max you can have in your house at any time is 10 humans. And really they want you to snitch. If you even see that many, there's like some place, some place, you know, snitch culture is step one to fascism, but, uh, long story short, um, you know, seven days in COVID hit. And then I didn't write my first policy until the first week of May. So, um, it's been, it's been an interesting journey. Um, but feel really good. I mean, coming into 2021, um, I feel like I've made, (laughs) I feel like I've made a lifetime of agency mistakes in eight months or whatever it's been, you know? So, you know, I, I feel super positive. I feel like I have a real good, you know, we're, we're looking to hire, you know, the next, in the first quarter, hopefully sooner than that. Um, I know, love that. Looking to get an, an account manager. Um, I've been talking Ooh. to Wes at agency VA about some potential more support through what they do. Um, and I have a producer right now that I am kind of nurturing, we'll say in terms of trying to get, convince him to come over, uh, and work for rogue. And then, you know, and if I can make that work, the goal is by the end of the year, I'll have three producers. I want to have, I want to have myself and, and, and three other, you know, men or women who, uh, who are bought into what we're trying to do. And, and I think, um, I think from there it's next level, man. I do, and we. I don't want to go there because um, I want to keep your vision fresh. But uh, loyal listeners, I know his vision, and it's a it's a pretty aggressive one, and and I admire it, Ryan. Without sticking onto it all the time, the thing that the loyal listeners need to understand is that the amount of self awareness you have of who you are as a business owner, a person in business, an entrepreneur, has really come full circle. And, and I think that's the lesson that loyal listeners need to understand if they know deep and truly your story of the last 10 months versus what they're getting ready to probably experience in the next 24 to 36 months. It's a story of self-awareness, knowing where you're good at and focusing there. Well, one, I, I appreciate you saying that. I think it's, I think you're wholly right. Um, you know, I, I, I was definitely, um, I definitely, had a lot of, I had some blind spots when I started the agency and I think probably everyone does to a certain extent, but, but I definitely had some. Um, and what I've realized is, and, and because what I've realized is what I enjoy, what I don't enjoy, what adds energy to me when I wake up in the morning and what does not. And what I've decided in a tactical decision is that I am going to take risks in terms of possibly, overextending on the areas that I don't, that I, that don't add value to me. So, or don't like, I, 
when I wake up in the morning, if I have to deal with anything operations related, it takes energy away from me. If I can spend mm-hmm. time building like relationships, that. selling, you know, nurturing current clients, nurturing other, you know, uh, uh, centers. If I, if I can be on new business generation strategy and, and really implementation of the product. So Rogris 365 is the future of our agency and its implementation. If I can work on those things, I finish the day with more energy than I started. Every iteration of this, you know, some stupid ass carrier wants five years of auto policy decks because they're, you know, their system isn't pulling that they've been with the company for five, you know, you're right. like, that is just not, not even like, oh, that's just something I have to do. It actually like sucks my soul away. And knowing really that, and, and I'm not saying I'm alone in that, but no, you're not, that, you know, what Ooh. I'm saying is. I'm going to overextend a little bit, probably earlier than some, you know, all the a-holes in IAOA would tell me that I should. I can't take another, I didn't hire my first account manager until I had a million dollars in premium. If I got to read that freaking comment in IAOA one more time, I'm going to. That same person 10 years ago said that, and today they have 1.25 million in premium. Yeah, I just, I can't, I can't take that comment. Like, I I just, that's great. I don't care. Like, that actually sounds silly to me because it means that you, you could not have been growing as fast as you could because I can't imagine a world in which you can do both actually do a good job on service and consistently grow sales and not have someone helping you. Like I just, I just don't believe it. I I wholly don't believe that it's possible. We all have the same amount of time. You can all email me and tell me that I'm wrong and that I don't get it. And then that's fine. I don't believe you. I just don't. So that being said, and plus the pace that I want to grow at, I've made the, you know, I've made a tactical decision to invest in these things. And ultimately you got to sell stuff anyways. So. So my my, my mentor told me one time, Mike Beard, he said, he said, Jason, what you have to do is right when you think that you can afford them, but you can't, that's when you got to hire them and just work your butt off to be able to afford them. Right now, the key is don't do that. And then like, you can only, you can't afford them for three years, right? We're talking, you're within that four, six, eight, 10, 12 months. And you're like, I'm going to make this leap because I'm confident in my goals. Yeah. Now I've had a lot of people since then tell me, Jason, I just don't think that's the best method. And I don't think that's the best. And I thought about it and I'm like, okay, as my in, in, income is becoming, my agency become more healthy over the last five, 10 years. I'm like, yeah, maybe that wouldn't be. But then I was talking on a podcast, actually looking here, it comes out on the 15th with Robert Asiasi. It's, it's literally Asiasi. I did not know that's how you say his name, um, which is the president of, uh, of Horton. Hub. Oh my gosh. No, I totally, I totally, I totally, I totally grew up like if it's, if it's Hub or, or, Oh my gosh, I am so sorry. I'm pretty sure it's the Horton Group. So anyways, he is um, part of, that's what it is, the Horton Group. He is part of them and he's the president. And that's like, if you guys don't know, in, 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 I mean, they're literally probably one of the top 50, 100 largest agencies in America. Yep. And I brought that up to him. And I said, my mentor told me that. And he said, that's a damn good advice. He said, that's what I did my whole life. He said, if you sit around and try to think that you're going to afford them one day, you never are. Yeah. Because you got a million other things to do with that money and you spend it. But if you invest it, which is what they are, said it before, assets, they should go on our, our employees should go on our balance sheet. Yeah. Not on our P&L because they're not a liability. They're human. They are. Your employees are human capital assets. They're, that's right. They really are. And if you think about them, you know, I, I can't think about bringing someone onto my team as an expense. I just can't even think about that. Like Correct. to me, it's, I'm not right now. I am not delivering on the level of service that I would demand out of this business. If I were, if I were like, when I think about what I want rogue to be, I'm not delivering on it because I'm not good at it. I don't have the patience for it. I don't have the detailed nature you know, my, I am not a detailed person. If anyone hasn't figured out that I'm not detailed by now, who knows me, you know, you don't know me that well. Like details yeah. are not my specialty. So mm-hmm. I, I need that person on my team. And if I were to think about, oh my gosh, I have to pay them 45, 50. I mean, I called, I called wave the other day. They want 60 to 75,000 for a full-time person. Mm-hmm. And I'm considering yeah. it. I'm not going to say I'm going to do it. We had that conversation, but I'm considering it. I'm at least going to walk through it. I mean, that's a big, that's a big expense, but or, you know, a big, a big cost. There's a, it's a number. I mean, the number still exists. I'm not just saying we can hire anybody for any amount. Um, but 
but you you're there's a value exchange there. And when you think about, you know, this is something you and I talked about, you know, for 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 me, the type of person that I am, you know, I am going to have to make a decision, do I want to pay someone 40 to 45 and have to train them up to or do I want to go with someone like a wave, pay them 60 65 and um hopefully what you're bringing in is someone who can rock and roll day one to a certain extent, obviously getting used to your systems and, you know, a couple of weeks of onboarding in terms of what tools you use in your process, what you're trying to do, but that, you know, they can go. And is there value in that? Does that allow me to go even faster, farther? Because now I'm not explaining how to, I mean, I don't even freaking know how to use now certs. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think it's a great tool. I don't even know how to use it. I'm still learning. Here I am five months in. I'm still Right. You know, oh, that's understandable. Yeah. So it's these things. Listeners, pay attention. This is, this is where I started. This, this is self-awareness. Uh, Hanley, you wouldn't have said this shit two years ago. If you, you just wouldn't have, man, you've matured so much and, and that's so <laughs> great. No, you really have. And I mean, we all do. I've matured a lot over the last two or three years. I'm just saying, um, I'm your sounding board no, right now. No, it's, a fair, you you have. it's a you fair have. assessment. It's a fair assessment. And then, and then when where we're going with that is what our boy David Carruthers comes up with, which is killing commercial, and that's part of your strategy too. Yeah. We don't need to go down that road, but we have seen, I don't want to say hundreds, there's hundreds of people involved, but I personally have seen 10 to 15 agents and spoke with them who have told me that they've never written an account more than twenty, thirty thousand $30,000 and they've written $200,000 plus counts couple of them, six to $800,000 plus counts. Premium right now is what we're talking about. Yeah. And they're excited as shit about the fact that they finally feel like an insurance advisor, you know? And, 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 and I think what you see, and I'll turn this over to you, I think you see having the ability to create a framework and having the knowledge of killing commercial to take somebody young and somebody at all. Okay. Somebody doesn't have to be young, but taking somebody who's maybe new to the business and saying like, this is the infrastructure I've created here at rogue risk. And I'm going to show you this and you're going to be excited because you're going to be selling 50 to a hundred thousand dollar revenue accounts. And I think that's exciting to somebody. Yeah. Why, hold on one second. Why it's exciting is, is they don't understand. They, they don't know the difference between a 50 or a hundred thousand revenue account versus a regular personal lines account at $400 in revenue. Mm-hmm. But what they see is, is they think, damn, if I work my butt off and I write five or six of these within 12, 18, 24 months, I'm making 200, $300,000 a year. If I consistently do that, that makes it sexy. Yeah. So, you know, I don't know that I've ever shared this on a podcast before, but my vision for rogue is not to be a local agency. There's nothing wrong with local. I want to dominate my local market. Like right. I want to walk around and be, you know, the big swinging golfer uh, in the capital district. Like that's what. That's good. That's good. That was good. Long drives. Um, so. Uh, <laughs> no, and I and I appreciate that. And, yeah, yeah. And you know, so, so no. for sure I do, but that is not where I'm going. So I, Correct. you know, one here's one thing I'll say. Um, David Crothers has been a game changer in my career for a couple of reasons. Um, one, his process, the killing commercial process, if, if you are struggling to write larger commercial accounts, um, there's no other program. It's unbelievable. And and there are other good, there are other good programs for a lot of other things, but his mentality is absolutely tremendous. It works. His process works. Now Mm -hmm. I, I, I think, you know, killing commercial I just, I, I, I think it's great. I, I think, but I, I don't want to just, I've taken, I've taken things from other people as well. And by taking, yeah. you know, so I want to give a huge shout out to, to Mick Hunt as well from premier strategy box. I want to give yeah. a huge shout out to Billy Williams. I'd say Billy, David and Mick from a strategic standpoint. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to diminish, obviously, a lot of the conversations that you and I have had and others. Um, yeah, no, 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 awesome. no, no, no. But I'd say from like a pure implementation of the business standpoint, Billy Williams, Mick Hunt, and David Carruthers is re- are really the core of what Rogue is. So I've taken the, the philosophies from those three individuals, and I've kind of boiled them down to what works for me, what I believe is, is the future of... Um, particularly uh, workers' compensation, but ultimately what I'm trying to do is create uh, insurance. I'm trying to marry the product of insurance with the service of insurance 
and 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 allowing and and creating something that people have never seen before. I currently call it Rogris 365. That has five syllables, which is too much to be a marketable name. So I'm gonna have to yeah. boil that syllables down. Syllables way too many yeah. syllables. Rogue Risk 365. So it's just too much. But right now that's what we call it, and that's fine. I don't care. And the idea here is I want to I want to create here, here's 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 what I think has happened. We have people who are high volume, and I think for the most part, broad sweeping stroke. If you're broad super stroke. high volume, your the service side of what you deliver is lacking. Maybe you're pushing people out to carrier service centers. That's fine. I, there's other decisions. We're not talking right or wrong, but I think if if you're super high volume, large entity, you tend your weakness tends to be the service, the relationship. That side of it. And I don't necessarily just mean service like, do you pick up the phone and are you nice? I mean the actual delivery of the service, Mm -hmm. okay? Mm -hmm. If you go the other way and you're local and you're personal and, you know, you're lower volume, but you're much better or, you know, broad broad sweeping stroke. Once again, no, you're good. But but your your weakness tends to be your ability to grow, okay? So – I think that you can marry those two things. And I think the marriage of that is Mm. an incredible brand. uh, And, 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 you know, in five years, I would put Rogue Risk's brand up against any other brand. Like Lemonade, who has an incredible brand for as much as I can't stand many of the things they do. And I'm open about it as much as I get trashed on Twitter all the time for being negative about them. I'm just like, let's not hold them on a pedestal. Like, agree. But their brand is amazing. So- I want to put Rogue on a brand of that level. I want to give producers the ability to come in and own their book of business, right? So if you want to produce and you want to have a future and provide for your family, today the problem is at any given time, some fat white a-hole can say, I'm selling this agency, you're out, have a nice day. And you're like, what the hell? I just spent 10 years building this book of business and now and yes. now I got to go work for Brown and Brown or Marsh or some other VC jerk off who doesn't care about me and is going to, you know what I mean? Like, no, that's not how we're going to do it. Like I want to provide producers, men and women who want to sell, who want to sell through a process and want to be backed up by a best in class service. I want to provide them with the opportunity to own, to earn into what they create, not necessarily rogue as a whole, but their book of business, what they create. I want them to to have ownership of that. And, and there's a lot of caveats to that, that, and, and I don't have this wholly baked out, but this is the vision. And what I, and why I think this is important is if you can marry true buy-in and people are going to go, Ryan, I've tried that, blah, blah, blah. I don't care. I think I can recruit better than you. And I think I can build a better culture than you. So come on. Yes. Right? Well, so, so if I'm building culture, if I'm building strategy, you know, if I if I'm putting the services behind you, and then I'm getting I'm recruiting, hiring the right people, and giving the opportunity to earn into what they build, I think that we can take over and and make a real mark. That's what I think. I think we can make a real mark. Then I'm going to sell this shit, and I'm going to be fishing off my boat that's going to be ten times bigger than yours down in Florida. Ah, yeah, boy, that's the first time I've ever heard you say that. Now we in business. Now we in business. That's exactly right. And I love that. And I really, truly love that. And you know, one thing I want to hop back to that you said something else that I made a note on was blind spots. You know, you said at the very beginning, and I think there's a lot of you loyal listeners out there right now that hear him say that. And you think to yourself, what does that mean? Um, These are blind spots. Let's think of what the word blind spot means when it comes to driving, right? When you were taught to drive, you were taught that there were blind spots and you were shown those blind spots. Since then, how many times have you almost pulled over and hit somebody or went into the other lane and you think, oh shit, that was my blind spot, right? Even though somebody told you about it. And I think Hanley, that's what Hanley was going at. Not only did he have things, Ryan, that hit you that were like, oh shit, didn't think of that. But there was also a lot of things that people said, hey dude, watch this, look at this way. I heard you talking about it in April or May, but you kind of drifted off. I can do my own thing. And now you've self-realization, awareness. You've come back around to say, okay, that was a blind spot. And I was told about it. And son of a gun, I almost swerved into somebody. You I know think, what I mean? It's that yeah, same yeah, relationship. No, I think you're right on it. I think the way to think about it is um, known unknowns are challenges. Unknown unknowns are blind spots, right? So if I know that, if I know that something exists, but I just don't know whether it's there or not, that's just a challenge. That's something I have to figure out to research. I have to understand how to overcome it. 
blind spots are are things you are challenges that you don't know even exist. So Mm. for me, I have like like a blind spot for me was my inability to not chase the next piece of technology, right? So I would have said, hey, Ah. I know every, this is an example. I know every piece of technology that exists. I know what they all can do, okay? So I would have said, I'm going to be able to, if I was handicapping at the beginning, I would have been able to pick a piece of technology, you know, and and I'm not, and and go with it and make the right decision to move forward because I know what they all can do. And the, mm-hmm. the blind spot for me was my, I'm, I have jumped technology multiple times because everything is inadequate. They're all inadequate for what I've tried to do. Now I've since made a lot of changes. I've actually dropped all the way back. I've actually gone all the way back to, I'm now search first. Now everything that I'm doing, everything that's happening, we're coming all the way back in and I want to work out a now search first. I want clean, efficient data that, you know, accurately depicts where we are, where our clients are. And I didn't do that. I was working CRM first. So, you know, these are things that I didn't see that I've now kind of course corrected and move forward. But I think blind spots are really tough. It's why having mentors, it's why talking to people is really important because guys like you, um, Jack Wingate has been awesome. Uh, Kilgo has helped me. Um, there's so many, there's so Matt Namoli has been Paradiso Carruthers. I mean, Mick, you know, all these guys and and people in general have been tremendous at, um, though having those conversations, it's why things like IOA and and, and your mastermind are so important is Mm -hmm. by talking to other people, they help, they help these blind spots. They help show you that they're there. So then they just become challenges. We can overcome challenges. Hello, loyal listeners. Hey, are you a local agent struggling to find markets for your client? Maybe you, maybe not. Look no further than Nation Brokerage Solutions. With over 200 carriers, their comprehensive options give you what you need for your customers' ever-changing needs. With NBS, as they say it in the cool world, you can confidently offer a wide range of options to better support your customers and grow your business, A.K. agency. Don't settle for less. Do more with NBS. For more information about Nationwide Brokerage Solutions, visit nbsbrokerage.com. Cast certified. So I just I just put in here, and I, it's something that I put in there when I wrote this down, but what you think you know, you don't, and what you think you don't, you do. And I think that there's a lot of stuff out there because a lot of the things that people don't make moves on are things that they think that they don't know or they don't know how. And actually, sometimes those are the ones that they do. Let's move on here. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, so, uh, it's a, a couple, a couple cool things here. Cause I've, I've kind of checked off my list, my loyal listeners. I have to admit this one I did prepare for, cause I know Hanley and I go off a million spots and really we didn't plan for the last 26 minutes. So the, we did want to talk about rogue risk and, and killing commercial, yep. but I also wanted to, um, talk about, uh, and all the things you're doing and loyal listeners. What I want you to know right now is there's a reason why we did kind of start out with rogue risk. There's a huge announcement that I would like to announce at the end of this podcast. I should have said this at the beginning, um, but all my loyal listeners usually stay on for an average of 89 to 93% of the podcast. I love that. Anyways, Apple tells me that. I want to tell you- Through those first three questions though, they hit 30, 30, 30, 30, because no one cares what kind of phone someone uses. I'm going to bust your chops until you get rid of them. I don't ask them about a phone. Stupid. Yeah, you use an iPhone or a Droid, and then they go iPhone, and you go- and it's <laughs> wah, wah, wah. Did you hear did Carlos Vargas? I, I asked him. He said iPhone, and then he did the sound before I could do it. <laughs> Loyal listeners, I got to tell you, it's a, it's geek questions. I'm with you, but people like it. And you have to think if you've been a loyal listener for 10 years, somebody just started last week. Hey, you're a right? better podcaster than me. So I, this is just one one guy's opinion. It, you, you know better than Please. me, man. Please go on to Twitter, go on to anywhere right now. You're listening to this. I don't know if it's in February, March, or whatever, and say, who is a better podcaster, Cass or Handley? It's you. There's not even a question. I don't think so. I need you guys' help, loyal listeners. Go out there and do it. Go out there and do it. I curse too much, and I'm too tangential. I will never hit mainstream. You are tight, and you're buttoned up, and all your rebelness has been taken away. You are the mainstream voice. You are the... You are the mainstream <laughs> media of of insurance podcasting now. You've become you've become the CNN of of insurance podcasting. 
Didn't didn't intend that. But tell me your thoughts, <laughs> tell me your ideas, and I'll tell the world what you see. I mean, doesn't that sound like it? It's Jcast TV. Tell me your thoughts, tell me your ideas, and we'll tell the world what you have to say. I think I could get rid of CNN. It right now is the time. You know, Joe Rogan just announced. Folks, if you guys know, it's one seven one six was a terrible day in our history with the Capitol thing. Joe Rogan just posted. He said, um, "Dear aliens, now would be a good time." Yeah. <laughs> Do you see, he did another one where this meme, he posted this meme where like the aliens are on the ship and they're looking out over the earth and it's like on fire and they're like, ah, maybe we'll come back in another hundred years. It really is, dude. It really is. And when you see other leaders who were deeply hurt by it, you're like, wow, that's a severe power we have. One of the things I want to lead into that, but not really, we're not here to talk politics, but I told Hanley I wanted to tell this story. I was talking with a guy yesterday. We were talking about politics because of everything going on, and 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 he started talking about Obama and Bush and all this. And we, we this was not a this was not a negative conversation. We were both going back and forth. It was really great. And one of the things that he didn't know about was this Obama story. That if you're from Illinois, you may know this story if you're involved in politics. My whole life, I've been heavily involved in politics. I wanted to be the governor of Illinois. That's a true story. If you knew me in my 20s, I was saying that all the time. And then I realized that the last three governors we had in Illinois went to jail. So my friend said, Jason, pick a different state, you know? And so I thought, okay, I don't want to do this. Around 30, I realized that my family was too important. I didn't want to go through all that. But I used to know Obama. No true story. I got pictures on Facebook. And what I mean by knowing that is if I walked into a room with him right now, he'd probably look at me and I, I might know you, but he's not going to know my name and like, hey, Cass, and give me a high five. No, that's not the way that it is. Dude knows a lot of people. He used to, I used to play Illini Country Club. I didn't play there, but I was part of the young agents and I was on the insure, the uh, PIA PAC, which is the political action committee in the state of Illinois. And he would always be there. At the time, he was just a junior a state senator, a state senator um, in Illinois, and he decided in 2004 he was going to run for the federal state position. Now, what everybody doesn't know is in the primaries for the Republican and the Democrats, he got annihilated. I mean, he was getting annihilated by the Republicans and even his own party. A couple things happened, but here's the funny part. There was a guy by the name of Jack Ryan. You can look this up. He was a, he worked at Goldman Sachs. He was running for the, the federal position on the Republican side. Dude, six, four, black locks of hair like Hanley, you know, just gorgeous loyal listeners. Okay. And, and he uh, is running, dude, he's winning like 74%. He, he wins the primary, right? He wins the primary. Obama wins the primary and he's beating Obama like head to head, like 70 to 30%. Jack Ryan's going to be it. The Democrats find out that he had a divorce. They go unseal his divorce records. They find out, go look at Wikipedia, you can find it. They find out that his wife, who's an actress, Jerry Ryan, that they that he would make her perform sexual acts in public on him. And they got those unsealed. When those got unsealed, the next day he resigned from the thing. Yeah, the Republicans that. got the Republicans got freaked out, went to Virginia and got Alan Keyes, brought him back, a black man to run against another black man. And it was totally bullshit that they did it. And Obama killed him. Obama then goes to the DNC, gives the speech. Actually, he gives the speech and then wins the election of the red states versus the blue states. Four years later, he becomes president of the United States. So so you 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 can kind of see how that went. At the end of the day, I was telling the guy. If this guy doesn't do this in his marriage, we may not even know who Barack Obama is. That's how little things in history yeah. can change profoundly going yeah. forward. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Crazy, crazy stuff. Yeah. Crazy stuff. So just wanted to throw that out there. I thought it was an interesting story, and it's a darn true story. You can look it all up online, and you'll be able to see it out there. The interesting so. part of that to me was um, about that story was I remember when it first happened – he he for like a moment he was trying he would he he had the argument that yeah but it was just my wife like just, like he wasn't actually cheating on her he was just making her do lewd stuff yeah and um like he was trying to be like so this is how you know we this is just the way we operate and uh <laughs> I know, I know. You know, I, hey, not that, hey, more power. I know, I know. It's just, it's just a cool story out there. Just a cool story for you. Yeah. One other thing I wanted to, um, I wanted to talk. Do you have anything specifically that you wanted to hit on? Or just, are you just cashing out on things that I'm talking about? 
No, I don't. I didn't care about that story okay. at all. Yeah, we, we, yeah, I know, I know. We have the end of the thing. There's a couple things I want to talk about when we talk about uh, behavioral data in Salesforce. I'm not here to talk about Neon, but I will use this platform to try and straighten out. You know that as insurance agencies, our agents and agency owners, my job at this platform is to make sure that you get the best possible information. Okay, and not, not, not because I'm trying to make a dollar or anything. What I'm telling you right now, I'm not making a dollar, but there's a huge misconception out there. I've ran into this with champions inside the mastermind, and, and I want to address this. Very, very simple. Whenever you are talking with a carrier, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, a, 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 um, an AMS vendor about moving AMS systems, and they tell you they're on Salesforce, there's something you need to ask them, okay? There's something you need to ask them, because everybody is going around and I'm not here to say their names, but they're saying, hey, yeah, you know that thing that Neon's talking about? We're on Salesforce and you can do all this stuff. And it's not necessarily true. And the reason is, is they're building it on Salesforce just like a Varuna is. But a Varuna doesn't necessarily work with a Neon. So whenever I have Varuna, I have Varuna, guys, and I have licenses for each people in my, my agency. But I also have a Salesforce license. It's kind of bundled in at the same thing. And that's what these other AMS systems are doing. If Varuna came to us and said, hey, Jason, we can do what Neon does by, because you have a Salesforce license, they would be lying to me. They don't say that, but they would be lying to me just like any of these other Salesforce things are doing. Because what you have to do is you have to purchase the Salesforce enterprise license. If you want the cases and opportunities like Neon does to collect the data, you have to have the enterprise license. Please listen to what I'm saying. There is no exception to that. That is a Salesforce rule. And you know also the thing is, they don't care about you. If you actually happen to listen to this uh, before January 31st and you want to do a Salesforce, by that's their end of the year. I got the licenses for, I think, around $110, $120 a month. I can't really remember. And it's normally $150. But if you go there at the, before the end of January, they, they'll give you good deals. Just FYI on mm. that. But I, I don't, I don't want to say anything more than don't be fooled by that. Ask them. Do I get the Salesforce license that's just wrapped into your policy or can I get the enterprise license? And even if they give you the enterprise license, you're still not going to be able to do all those same things, but you at least have to have that to start the process. Yeah, well, get your Salesforce license separately. If I know anything about Salesforce, it's never buy the Salesforce license in conjunction with whatever tool you're buying. Buy it separately and then just plug it in. Because then you yes. own it. If you if you buy it through Epic or Vertifor, and and Come on. now you're gonna now they actually own the license and have and have and it's attached to that product. And when let's say you want to move down the line, you're gonna have a problem moving it. So anyone who right. buys a Salesforce license, buy the Salesforce license separately, and then do all the other stuff with it. That's that is unfortunately and the case. I mean. Yeah. And then Hanley, I want to add to this. Um, this is this is the God's honest truth. You guys know I chase and cast, beat up, applied, beat up, vertifor, and all that stuff like that. The companies I'm specifically talking about, three or four of them, are these new companies yeah. that are just coming up. I've out actually of there. heard really good things. I know we don't like to talk nicely about applied, but I have I haven't really heard anything good about Vertifor's Salesforce integration yet. But I will say that uh, a couple agents I've talked to who've done the Epic. Salesforce to Pardot integration. It doesn't necessarily give you the, any of the case stuff that Neon does, but the actual marketing automation piece, I, I've heard some nice. good stuff about. So, I mean, it's, it's a lot good. and it's not inexpensive and you probably need to hire someone to help you get it set up. But um, I have heard good things about that. Th these other I'm things, so they're too new and I would stay away from them. Uh, yeah. And, 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 I, and I'm, and I personally, have been calling Seth Zarimba and saying, Seth, I heard this about this company. You got to tell me this is true. He says the same thing. Jason, you're a neon pilot agent. I would run everything by you and the group before we would even make those agreements. And so I'm like, okay, I'm just making sure here. And because uh, I just got to do what's best out there. And I just, yeah. um, well, the actually, problem seriously, is, some of these systems are actually really good. Yeah. It's just they're lying on what it's the company It's not that they're lying. It's that they don't understand. And they're trying to look. And they're, they're seeing Varuna has left the door wide open. And I know you had that powder puff interview a couple weeks ago, but the problem is Varuna is hosing the vast majority of agents that would want to be on neon and Salesforce by having this 10 seat minimum. 
And yeah. I think it's a terrible, I'm going to use this platform to say, I think it's a terrible tactic. I don't care where they are financially. I don't think that you take the vast majority of independent agents who average seven uh, employees in size and you tell them that they can't be on this platform yet you're AI focused. I just, or IA focused. I don't believe that. So what all these other p startup platforms are doing is going, okay, here's a huge, there's blood in the water. You know, we can come in and we can scoop these guys up and box a Varuna out, which is what's going to end up happening to them. They're going to be an enterprise level system and they're going to lose the ability to, to move down market into small agencies because everyone else is going to scoop them up. Uh, and that's fine. That's a business decision. I think it's a poor business decision, but it is one. And so, so what's happening is these guys are trying to take opportunity. So just be careful as agents that you don't get, don't box yourself into something because these guys are trying, I don't think they're doing it in a nefarious way. Cause I've heard this and I've talked to agents about some of these systems and being that they're smaller, I don't want to call them out by name either. Um, they're trying to be helpful. They're trying to provide systems and then obviously they're trying to grow their business, but just, you have, this is not, this is, you have to be very careful with these things. If you're doing this to get to neon, talk to Seth, talk to Sid, talk to someone at neon, make sure that the product integrates, make sure that you have the right licenses. Don't just buy something, move forward and then become very frustrated when the cost increases or you can't actually connect. I guess that would be my word of caution here. I don't want to say that people are doing anything nefarious. And I certainly don't think Varuna is doing anything wrong. I just, I personally, it's frustrating to me because I can't be on, you know, I know Bradley as well. Like we can't be on Neon because of this, because of this caveat. And it frustrates me personally. So I'm, Feel I am. A, I'm a huge Veruna supporter. Um, not only because they're a sponsor, I use them. If if Neon decides to do something else in three, five, ten years, I've already talked to the other. I'm I'm staying because it's just too much, and we, we're really really building it. Um, I have expressed that um, to them, and you know that I have. I know you have. Um, and it's just it's uh, what I told them is exactly what you said. Um, Seventy some percent of the independent insurance system is four, five, six, seven people or smaller. And it's kind of like when the cable companies jacked our prices to $150 a month and we only watched four channels. You create a market. Yeah. And now those suckers have been pushed out and they've tried to come in, but the Hulus, the Netflixes are all like, hey, dude, we've been here while you were trying to, you know. So I think you're creating a market and um, I see that changing, but I have no idea when it will. And I, I don't. Uh, Hopefully sooner rather than later. Got so many, hey, so many Varuna, make sure you understand these are my words, not Cass's. Cass has fought me on this before privately as well. I just, but I, but I agree. It doesn't make any sense. We're champions for the independent insurance agency system. So it's just tough when you, you don't get to be a champion for IAs, but only the IAs that, that suit your needs. You, you get to be, you know what I mean? Like I just, you can't, don't hold yourself up that way. You know, it's fine oh, to be guess. say we're the enterprise vendor. Epic doesn't pretend like they're some, you know what I mean? Like look at Epic. You know, Applied Epic does not pretend to be for the three-person agency. They don't even, you know what I mean? You go on there, they don't even pretend to be that. That's fine. But, and, 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 and you know, and my point in saying that is, you know, I just, it, when you have these mis, misalignments in messaging, all it does is create animosity and distrust. And, and I wanted to be, I would love to see Varuna be the tool that helps us get to Salesforce and tools like Neon. I would love that. But you know, there's a misalignment, which creates distrust, which I don't know that they understand because I don't think that uh, a lot of people inside that organization have the depth of knowledge in our space. They don't understand that in all these chat rooms, what's happening is people are trashing them and frustrated mm -hmm. by them and saying things that aren't actually true. And, you know, and that's what happens. So you are right. Um, dude, I, uh, I, I completely emphatically agree. And so, and so dude, um, so what would you say as far as, I mean, well, let's, let's put it this way, where we are going for, uh, for 2021, mm -hmm. I think is, is pretty phenomenal. And all of this stuff that we have talked about, loyal listeners, I hope that you've got some, some good out of this. But as we try to wrap this up, I want to explain one of the reasons why. I'm very, very happy for this day. Uh, and, and, and in the fact that Hanley called me a little bit before Christmas and said, hey, we need to talk and we want to do some stuff. Hanley and I have been having this conversation for three, four, five years, mm -hmm. back and forth, back and forth. And, and, and I think we never made a decision because we settled on what we think is good today. So Ryan Hanley will always still be found 
found at all the spaces that he's found right now. So if you're a loyal listener and you go out and you check on Hanley, Hanley, you come out on Mondays and what is it? Is it Monday and it's another day? Right now, not not Mondays later, but Thursdays, right, I think is normally. right now. I think, yeah, Mondays and Thursdays. So if you listen to him and you've got him inside of your, you know, notifications, it pops you. However you do that, still going to happen. But what we have done is, is we have moved Ryan Hanley's show actually is going to be produced, just not by We Got Your Podcast, but it's actually going to be sitting on the Agency Intelligence Network um, and the podcast network. And what we want to do is just like you guys have been seeing Caitlin Agar, which is on Mondays. This is usually on Tuesdays or Fridays. Um, and then we don't have anybody on Wednesday or Thursday. Josh Lipstone does explain this book to me. He's reading a book right now. He'll be coming out with his. He usually records five or six episodes, um, does a couple books a year. He'll be having one come out in March. Um, and then we are now going to add Hanley to Thursday. So every Thursday, I believe, do not hold this to me. We are, I'm already booked out to March, but we are recording this on the 7th and we are going to play this as soon as we possibly can once it gets edited so that you guys know on the 21st, which is Thursday, is we estimate that to be uh, Ryan's first day. Once again, as loyal listeners, as people who listen to the Ryan Hanley show, you really won't know any different. You won't know any yeah. different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I guess um, you didn't really do a lot of build up for that announcement. Um, I don't because like, I don't need it. <laughs> no, I will say that it's so, happening. It's awesome. So, a couple of things. I, I one, it's obviously I love giving you a hard time, but th- so here's what I would say. Um, I have uh, this is something that you and I have talked about for a long time. The podcast network is something that you and I have talked about for a long time, and I'm so excited to see you get it off the ground. And um, you know. It, so, so two things. Um, one, I have gotten to the point where, you know, I want to be an agency owner. I, I want to run rogue risk and I have big, you know, obviously from what I said before, th- this is not like a hobby agency for me. Um, yeah. this isn't like my little thing that I do until I figure out the next thing that I do kind of thing like this. I, I really enjoy this there. Uh, I really enjoy what I'm doing. I enjoy the brand that I'm building. Um, and, but the podcast is also an important part of my life and important in, in what I need in order to continue to deliver the quality of the podcast that I that I want to deliver is I need help. And I think what you've done with agency intelligence in terms of bringing together thought leaders, and I know there's more people that are coming, um, I think it's absolutely phenomenal. I think it's making good on things that you and I talked about more than a decade ago. And, right. uh, it is, you know, both a pleasure and an honor to be moving my show over to that feed now. So, so everyone knows as well, like if you listen on whatever you listen to today, you can keep listening there. It's just, mm-hmm. we're adding it in and it will be produced and, you know, and all that. And, and maybe the quality will go up a little bit. I don't know. They may cut the curse words out. Who knows? But, um, long story, long story short, uh, I, I couldn't be more happy. And I think another very important announcement that I want to make is, We've, you know, we've actually hired, uh, we got your podcast or whatever it is, um, for the capital region business podcast. So not like an in-kind trade type of deal. Like nope. I'm paying, uh, for mm-hmm. we got your podcast.com to, to, to produce and, and basically handle, um, the capital region business podcast, which is a huge part of world domination for my local market. And, um, mm-hmm. So, so we're both a client and a partner and whatever else. And I uh, just, just couldn't be happier to be part of it, dude. I think um, it's just funny to think the conversations that you and I were having. So, you know, 10 years ago, you know, a lot of this is making good on those things. It's just taken this long to get here. So it's, it's so much fun. It is. Cause we've learned from our blind spots, yeah. right? Um, you know, it's, uh, you know, and, 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 you know, you, you hinted on something about others to come. Um, this, this platform has, when we decided to go agency intelligence from grow program, um, this became a platform for agents. If you listen to agency intelligence at the beginning, a platform for agents that that I say that for a reason, um, starting on February, I want to say, which will be, I believe is on a Friday on February 5th, um, starting from then will be Mitch Gibson. And Mitch Gibson is going to take over as a guest host for Agency Intelligence. He is going to, I like to say hijack it, but he's not. Uh, he is a very amazing person. If you listen to his podcast we did in January, I asked Mitch to come back. I said, Mitch, do you want to do something on here? And he said, yeah, let me put together five or six people who are doing awesome video, awesome marketing in their community. And if you wouldn't mind, I said, dude, here you go. Have it. I give you that offer to you as well. 
I mean, I need it to be something good. We don't want to, we're not here to bash people. We're here to keep it clean. We're here to educate. Tell me your thoughts, tell me your ideas, and I'll tell the world what you have to say. That's what we want. We want your thoughts. We want your ideas. We want you to bring on so that you can, uh, other people. And if you need this platform, me, Hanley, Caitlin, Josh, we've created these listeners for you. And we want to put you on that stage and say, here it is. So you can have our podcast and use it for one show, three shows, six shows for agency intelligence. We make that offer to you. This is all about a platform for agents. I think that that idea is so dynamic and so interesting. I mean, I don't know anyone else in the podcast game in any industry that is saying, that is reaching out into their audience and saying, come get, I mean, I mean, look, like if you compare your audience size to Tim Ferriss, it's, you know, doesn't, it's not, it's not compared, but but in the insurance industry, in our ecosystem, I mean, his audience is the world, right? Like in our Mm -hmm. ecosystem, your podcast is one of the biggest podcasts by far. And I don't know that there is an equivalent in any other space of anyone who's, who's willing to say, come in and take over my show for a day, for three days. I think that is, um, really groundbreaking stuff. I think that it expands upon the work that's been going on in our space for so long, the collaboration, the, 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 the camaraderie that we've seen. I mean, dude, think about this is the last thing I'll say, cause I know you, you have to go. And so do I, but like, I, I sometimes will, will see things happen and I'll just be taken back by how far we've come from, uh, you know, when I first started, yes, when I first started, the, the mentality was and everyone, so many of you listening know this, right? You, 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 it was don't share. Don't don't go to those conferences and tell everyone what you're doing. They're going to try to recruit yep. you or they're going to steal your ideas or they're going to use them against yep. you or da 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 da. Today it's mm. like, here's my entire playbook. Use it. Hopefully it works. Congrats, you know what I mean? Like go do it. I, I mean, it is. You know, I got a couple agents right here in Albany. I I tell them everything that I tell everyone else. They could take my customers if they wanted. Now, frankly, I don't think Come get some. No, you know, come, come, come at me, dog. But, but, but at the same time, there's so much business to go around. And and I just love that this is where we've come to as an industry that that mm-hmm. we're so open. I I just I think it's phenomenal, yeah. man. I, I think it's wonderful. Yeah. You've been you have been such a huge part of of pushing that change. Like, you know, you just have, you know what I mean? You just think about all the game changers that are in the space. Think about the great voices we have, Caitlin. Carruthers, you know, I mean, I, Carruthers has been in the mm-hmm. game for a year and a half, right? Like you've been pushing this for 10 years. I mean, nothing against Carruthers, obviously, but like you blaze the trail for all these new voices. And I think you should be very proud of that, dude. Thank you very much. And one of the people that I'm most proud about for being able to expose, I have to say this is somebody you mentioned, it's just Billy Williams. Yeah. I know that cat since 2004, um, but really I saw him when I was at the Young Agents of Illinois back in 2010, 2011, I was at an edge conference and I just told him, I said, bro, I knew you back then. Him and I got together and uh, he has literally changed my life. And what's so amazing, uh, my business life, and what's so amazing is that he is so simple. Everything about him is, Jason, why are you making this so complicated? Do this and do this. And it's like, oh shit, yeah, I guess guess that is. And he's so simple. Thank you very much for saying that, dude. Really greatly appreciate that. And I really do. Um, And I'm going to finish up with those other two questions though, because they are important. What are you reading right now? Because you're a leader and I know you're a reader. Um, So since you're a reader, what are you reading? So I just read, uh, and actually we talked about it. I just read this book, The New Psychology of Sales Performance by Tim Coomer, Mm -hmm. who unfortunately is very ill. I wanted to have him on the podcast. So hearts and prayers go out to him and and hopefully he has a a, a recovery and, and can come back. Um, I have since learned a lot about him because I've done a lot of research, you know, um, you know, he's the guy that created Modmaster, um, but he has this book, uh, called the new psychology of sales performance. And in it, he gives away a, there's a lot to this, which I thought was really interesting, even though it's only 40 pages. I mean, you can read this in 25 minutes. Um, he gives away a personality test that, that that's free that, um, that, that also predicts sales performance. And I took the test. I gave the test to the guy that I'm thinking about hiring. And, um, and, and I really liked it. It really, it was, it was eye opening in a lot of ways. And he talks about this idea of grit at work. And, uh, I'm going to get his book disciplinestrategy.com. Um, so this is what I'm reading today. I have a couple more books that are coming in the mail 
for, for the first quarter, but uh, but this is worth it. Go to Amazon, The New Psychology of Sales Performance, Timothy L. Coomer, PhD. It's going to cost you five bucks. You'll read it in a half hour, and I promise you'll, you'll get something out of it. I know Lauren, man. She's a, she's your shorty. I know she's your boo. <laughs> I know you're watching Hulu. Yeah. Maybe you get your takes on Netflix. You spend your time on Amazon Prime. What you watching right now? So we, um, Lauren and I have very, very different taste in shows. Um, she's like Real Housewives, and I'm whatever science fiction garbage brain melty TV is out there. Like I, right now, I'm really into The Expanse. I don't know if anyone watches The Expanse. It's an Amazon no, original. It's very, very good. If you're into, you got to be into sci-fi, like space stuff, which I'm into. Yeah. I don't care. But we do have a show that we watch together, Life Below Zero. We are actually Life rewatching Below Life Below Zero for the second time. Good couple show to watch is what you're saying. She likes it and you like it. Is that's what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, this is our together show when we're both gotcha. watching, sit in front of it, and we're just gonna sit there, yeah. you know, hold hands or whatever. Um, <laughs> no, she doesn't want to touch me. Um, uh, no, life below zero. It's it's actually I, I find it incredibly intriguing. Um, Sue Sue Aikens, Kavik, that lifestyle is freaking insane. It's just, I mean, and so it's it's basically people who live above the Arctic Circle in Alaska and their lifestyle, and you know they all. Oh wow. And uh, it's really interesting how these people live. I mean, it's you know last last frontier kind of stuff, and. Uh, I don't know. I find it super intriguing. So, you know, as we get older in our marriages, we realize sometimes that, like, man, I don't even know if my wife likes me. Right? No, you think about that. I don't think. Then I had this. I had this. I had this guy tell me. Um, he was like an eighty-five-year-old guy. You know, they always have the best jokes. And he said to me, he said, "You just now figuring that out, boy. You've been married almost twenty years." <laughs> I said, "Yeah." He said, "He said that's happened at the very beginning." I said, "Really?" He said, what kind of cake or he said, sorry, I just blew it. He said, what kind of food do you think that they eat that makes them stop liking you? I'm sitting there thinking, I was like, I don't know. He said, wedding cake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, oh, I, uh, I am fully aware that um, I am not the easiest human in the world to live with. So I consider her going for sainthood in many ways that she's put up. With well, me. and she's pretty um, powerful and, I mean, mentally strong, driven, well, yeah. uh, competitive person as well. So I can only imagine what it's like in your guys' house. Yeah. So it's good what the boys are getting. Hey, uh, appreciate everything that you do, man. This was good. Um, I hope you guys, loyal listeners, felt as if we didn't just sit here and rant the whole time. But actually we did. And uh, from what they say, Ryan, that's what they like about us. So we're real, we're candid, and that's what we try to do because we are here for you. We want you to know that we do what we do because we do it for you. We've been doing it for 10 plus years. It's a really interesting story how Hanley and I met a long time ago because there was this thing called trustedchoice.com, which used to be CAP, which was Consumer Agency Portal. And they came out with a social media tool and they asked me to try it and they asked him to try it. We didn't even know each other at that time, yep. but then they took our results and they put them together and that's how him and I found each other. And we thought that we had the same kind of jive. That was probably around 2010, 2009. So when you hear Hanley talk about those last 10 years, that's what that was. Hanley and I actually had this thought that we were going to go around and have these big shows and show everybody how to do this stuff until we started. Who was that crazy ass white haired guy that we, that first ran cap? Um, uh, Scott, Scott D. Scott D. Oh my God. That dude, that, that dude, dude was dude. bananas. I remember the first time you and I really talked, it was you, me and him on the phone. And he was like asking us about that social media tool. And uh, I just remember like, I just remember getting off the phone with him. And I think I actually may have called you after that call and was like, who, like, who is this guy? Like, who are we talking to? Like that dude was, and if you saw him, who the prime minister from, if you want to know what this dude looked like, the prime minister from the UK right now, that the Boris guy Boris? with the crazy hair and he always, his hair's always <laughs> in his white. Wow. He really, he looked like that dude. He did. He was, he was like a mad scientist, crazy person. <laughs> yeah. He really, truly was. And uh, we found out a lot yeah, of oh, stuff. Yeah. And he so ended up being a crook. But anyway, kind of yeah, like, exactly. but yeah, he was, I, that was how we met was talking to that dude. Yeah. 
All right. So anyways, uh, yeah, d- d- this is what we do because we do it for you. Tell me your thoughts and tell me your ideas, but that's the wrong podcast because I've been off on the whole thing. This is Agency Intelligence Podcast. Tell me your thoughts, tell me your ideas, and I'm going to tell the world what you said because today I had Hanley on, Rogue Risk. He's a real agent inside a real agency giving you the real agency intelligence and not the artificial that they try to make you believe out there. This is Cass. He's Hanley. We're out. Are dropped calls and poor voice quality slowing down your business communication? It's time you switch to a solution that keeps the team connected seamlessly. Introducing Lightspeed Voice, your gateway to a revolutionary VoIP system designed to elevate your business communications to the next level. With Lightspeed Voice, you get more than just a reliable connection. You get feature-rich system that adapts to your business needs, whether it's video, conferencing, virtual voicemail, or call forwarding. Lightspeed Voice, they've got you covered. They got my agency covered at the Insurance Alliance. Worried about the transition? Don't be. Lightspeed Voice offers a seamless integration, making the switch to our VoIP system a breeze. Our expert support team, that's what they're known for, is here to guide you every step of the way, ensuring a smooth and efficient transition for your business, that's right. But that's not all. Lightspeed Voice is not just a communication tool, it's a strategic investment in your business success. It is. Save on your monthly communication costs while enjoying top-notch service. It's a win-win and it is, and you can put that money somewhere else. Don't let outdated communication systems hold your business back. Upgrade to Lightspeed Voice today and experience the difference. Visit our website or call now to schedule a demo and see firsthand how Lightspeed Voice can transform your business communications. Lightspeed Voice, where every word matters and your business is always in sync. Cass approved.